the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And guess what? We're live, live and in living color. You know, Dr. Buckner, I always say I have the best face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that, my brother. That's right. And we're live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, we've had such a tremendous response to our new series on the trivia questions from the Bible that we have decided to continue this series. There are many trivia questions in the Bible from Genesis to Revelations that will shock you, surprise you, bless you, grow you, and mature you. So tonight, Dr. Buckner will discuss these and much, much more, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction, and uh, thank you also for mentioning that you have one of the best faces uh, for radio. I want to also add to that that you also have one of the best voices for radio as well. So we appreciate you, Brother Gary, all that the Lord does through you. Yes. Uh, Bible trivia, questions and answers. Oh, this is a fascinating area that I've always been into, and it sounds like a lot of you are blessed by it as well. Uh, these uh, Bible trivia questions uh, and answers uh, will really uh, show you where you stand in knowing your Bibles from Genesis to Revelation. Of course, if you read and study your Bible on a daily basis, some of these questions you might remember uh, very frequently. If you don't study your Bible, you're going to be biblically illiterate regarding them. Uh, and uh, these unusual questions are uh, help us to discover new discoveries as well as new blessings. But don't feel bad if you don't know some of them because it's a way that you can grow by knowing what you don't know. We all are learning every day from the Word of God. None of us know it all but God. So get your pens and papers ready and start taking notes. And if you don't get these questions and you can't keep up, Uh, Just uh, listen to the podcast of uh, Contending for the Faith and write us and purchase the CD. So let's get into the trivia questions related to uh, these things that you should know regarding the Bible. Let me just say a few more things on the word first before we get into some of the others. Uh, Number one, just let me say that uh, this is one of the first questions, and you want to write these down as I go. Uh, who was the first Christian apologist and martyr? That's a really good question. And ponder on that and think about that. Uh, who was the first Christian apologist and martyr? 
Well, the answer to that, uh, if you have pondered on that and you know or you don't know, was uh, Stephen. He was the first Christian apologist and martyr. And we learn about this in Acts chapter 6, uh, verses 7 through chapter 8 and verse 2. And matter of fact, uh, Jesus was so pleased with his commitment to him unto death that Jesus stood up, and most of the time we read about Jesus being seated at the right hand of God the Father, and yet he was so pleased with Stephen that he stood up and he saw him standing on the right-hand side of the Father, and uh, that was an amazing thing to learn about and read about regarding Jesus Christ. Number two, this is the second question. Who was the first apostle martyred in the Christian church? Who was the first apostle martyred in the Christian church? Think about that. Ponder on it. And I'm curious to find out what your response is. Well, the answer to that is James. James was the first apostle martyred. And we learn about this in Acts chapter 12 and verses 1 through 2. James was the first apostle martyred. And when we use the word martyred, mean was uh, killed for the sake of Christ. Uh, number three, question number three, who was the first judge of Israel? And the answer to this, who was the first judge of uh, Israel, was Othniel, Othniel. And the way you spell that name is O-T-H-N-I-E-L, Othniel. He was the first judge of Israel, and we learn about this in Judge, uh, Judges 3, chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. Number four, question number four, who was the first, who was the first, or uh, what was the first, color mentioned in the Bible. You ever thought about that? There's such a thing as the first color mentioned in the Bible. What was the first color mentioned in the Bible? Think about that. I want you to ponder on that and think about that. Some people will say red, right? Uh, Because that's the famous color in the Bible. But the answer to this question is the first color in the Bible mentioned is green, we find the first color mentioned in the Bible is green, and this is in Genesis chapter 1, verse 30. Genesis 1, verse 30, and it says, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. Wow, that's very interesting to know that the first color mentioned in the Bible was the color green. Make a note of that because that's something that you can pose to people uh, in your family as well as in the church Um, and uh, doing uh, Bible trivia questions in your church. Number five, question number five. The Bible, the King James Bible, has now many verses, or how many verses does it have in the King James Bible? Well, the answer to that is 31,102 verses, 31,102 verses. Uh, Number six, the Bible, the King James Version, has how many chapters? How many chapters does the Bible have? Well, the answer to that is 1,189 chapters. 1,189 chapters. Number seven, 
Where is the shortest verse in the Bible? Where is the shortest verse in the Bible? The answer to that is in John 11 and verse 35. John 11, verse 35, where Jesus wept. Jesus wept. That's the shortest um, verse in the Bible. Number eight, question. Where is the longest verse in the Bible? We talked about the shortest verse. Where is the longest verse in the Bible? Now, listen to this carefully. The answer to this is in Esther 8 and 9. Esther 8 and 9. Number nine, question. Where is the longest chapter in the Bible? Where is the longest chapter in the Bible? Well, the longest chapter in the Bible, the answer to that is Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Oh, these things are really good to know. And I trust that you are just uh, writing it down and getting it and getting all these down because it's very important for you to know. Number 10, where is, where is the shortest chapter in the Bible? Where is the shortest chapter in the Bible? Well, here again, we go to Psalms. The answer is in Psalms 117. Notice the longest chapter is Psalms 119, and the shortest chapter is in Psalms 117. Kind of right close together. Number 11. Number 11. Where is the shortest book in the Bible? Where is the shortest book in the Bible? Third John. Third John is the shortest book in the Bible. Number 12, question. Where is the longest book in the Bible? Where is the longest book in the Bible? The answer, the longest book in the Bible is Psalms. Number 13, question. What is the most used word in the Bible? Think about that. What is the most used word in the Bible? You ever thought about that? The most used word in the Bible is the T-H-E, the T-H-E is the most used word in the Bible. Number 14, question, where is the longest sentence? Where is the longest sentence in the Bible, King James Bible? The answer is the longest sentence in the Bible is the genealogy of Jesus, the genealogy of Jesus found in Luke chapter 3, verses 23 through 38. The longest sentence in the Bible is the genealogy of Jesus found in Luke chapter 3, verses 23 through uh, 38. It has 467 words, 467 words. Number 15, question. The Bible was written over a period of how many years? The Bible was written over a period of how many years? 1,500 years, and approximately by 40 different authors. Number 16, question. How many people own a Bible? How many people own a Bible? Answer, nine out of every 10 people own a Bible, but most people leave their Bibles on the shelf where it gets dirty and they never read it. That's the sad thing about the most famous book in the world and the most important book in the world. Number 17, question. Are cats mentioned in the Bible? That's an interesting question. 
Are cats mentioned in the Bible? Answer, no. Cats are never mentioned in the Bible. Number 18. Question. Are dogs mentioned in the Bible? Answer, yes. Many times. Dogs are mentioned in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation 41 times. 41 times. Two more uh, numbers. Number 19, ostriches, are mentioned only two times in the Bible, and that's found in Job 39 and verses 13 through 18, and Lamentations 4 and 3. They are described as cruel and harsh towards their young, having no wisdom, no understanding, but faster than horses. Wow, ostriches. Number 20, and last, was there ever, question, was there ever a lady in the Bible called Noah? You ever thought about that? You, most of the time we say Noah, who was related to the, the ark or the barge when God destroyed the world with a flood. Question is, was there ever a lady in the Bible called Noah? Answer, there was a lady named Noah found in Joshua 17 and 3, Joshua 17 and 3. Well, we hope that these 20 questions have been a blessing to you with these trivia questions, and we hope that it's helped you to grow so that you will know, grow so that you will know the Word of God. Like Brother Gary said one time, FaceTime. We need to have that FaceTime with God so that we can grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, all right, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. We want to hear from you tonight. If you need questions answered, if you have uh, some issues that you'd like to discuss, if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area, Cas- Bay Area Pastor. <clears throat> Sometimes, you know... I talk so fast. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it happens to all of us. <laughs> Let me rewind. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. No, wait a minute. Wrong show. Uh Dr. Buckner, you got to limit my caffeine intake. Uh, I know that's before, right. You know, we start these shows. Um but in all serious, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell, not Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, comments, and concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329 Don't be shy. Grab that phone. And give us a call. We want to hear from you if you have questions or comments. If you have uh, a need for prayer, we want to pray with you. It's, you know, we always say prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. So don't be shy. If you need prayer, um, take advantage of the opportunity, and uh, we will pray with you. 
And speaking of prayer, we want to thank everyone who has been diligently praying for contending for the faith. Without your prayers and and as as well as your financial support, we could never make it. It's that simple. Uh, it costs us four hundred a week, and we need your help. This week, we want to thank those who gave: Jackie, Alfred, and Deborah. We can't make it with just three people, however. <laughs> we need everyone to step up to the plate. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a tough road sometimes. Uh, without your giving, it's not going to happen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and you know we appreciate all the prayers, and we we want to just say thank you for those prayers. Keep the prayers coming up, but we also need folks to step up to the plate and uh, partner with us financially to keep this broadcast going. Uh, right now, we only have uh, $23 toward next week's program. So we need you to step up to the plate big time and help us out financially. If you enjoy this program and Dr. Bugner's teachings, we need your help. And, and there's two ways you can donate. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Just simply go on your computer, your laptop, your smartphone or tablet, and just go to go go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org, and just click on the Donate button. It's that simple, and you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. You know, we have been blessed with time. We have been blessed with talent, and we've been blessed with treasure. And so one day you're going to stand before God and give an account of all three. And it's so important that we are mindful that we weren't just put on planet Earth to indulge ourselves and to to spend, you know, on, on selfish things. And we all want nice things, and I'm not not downplaying that. I think it's important that we do have nice things. God blesses us all the time. But I also believe that God has blessed us to be in one of the richest nations in the world for a reason, and that's to give and to share and to be a blessing for those that can't. You know, everybody isn't a Dr. Buckner, and everybody doesn't have a Ph.D., but maybe God has blessed you financially, and he's giving you these resources to support ministry, to support the work of, of the church, and, um, you know, that's why he's put you here. Uh, there's so many ways that we can be a blessing. There's so many things that God has given us to be able to bless others with, and we need to be mindful of that. So, you know, God is going to have us give an account one day, and so I am I know for a fact that I want to make sure that, that uh, you know, my time, my talent, and my treasure— has been going forward before me into heaven. And, you know, as our our family gives to mission, our family gives our tithes, and I always encourage folk, give give your the local tithe belongs to the church. But then as God has blessed you and enabled you to give above the tithe, then consider giving to ministries like Contending for the Faith and and others that are doing the work that God has called us to do, that lives <clears throat> will be touched and changed for time and eternity. That's, you know, that's important. You know, lately, more than ever, my biggest prayer is, Lord, let my life count for the kingdom, that the things that I do would have eternal significance. And uh, I believe, you know, every Christian gets to a place in their life where they begin to sense that, you know, what they what they do needs to mean something. What you give needs to count 
your life needs to count for the kingdom. If you call yourself a Christian, then, you know, there's times when we need to check what we're doing. What are we doing with the resources God has given us? What are we doing with the talent God has given us? And what is what are we doing with the time God has given us? Are we are we giving uh, back to the church? Are we giving back to the work of the kingdom? So important. Dr. Bugner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And uh, oh, by, also, by have the way, you announced the... Yes, I almost forgot. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Okay. So, Dr. Buckner, as you may know, is a Ph.D. in comparative religion and theology, and uh, he really enjoys teaching. And we really are blessed in the Bay Area to have our own theologian right here in, in the Bay Area. And it's not every day that he hit, we have an opportunity to take advantage of all of his years of training and teaching. And as it so happens, beginning Monday, September 10th, um, it's about a week away, isn't it, Dr. Buckner? It sure is. Right and around the corner. Right around the corner. He's going to be teaching a class on spiritual gifts and rewards, part three. Uh, it's going to begin, as I mentioned, Monday, September 10th at 6.30 p.m. It's going to be held at the East Bay Baptist Association building. Located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. So if you're in the Bay Area and you, or you're going to be in the Bay Area around that time every Monday night, this is a great opportunity for you to learn about this important topic of spiritual gifts and rewards. And also to meet Dr. Buckner to come out and to fellowship and uh, take advantage of those over 40 years of biblical training and knowledge. It's so, so uh, important that we continue and be, be lifelong learners, right? Uh, as we move forward in life, there should never be a point in time when we stop learning, you know, until God calls us home. We should be active learners, learning something, especially when it comes to God's Word. We'll never, ever get it all. You know, we need to just keep putting it in there and uh, allow God to use it. So, once again, if you're interested, uh, call Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778 or email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. Again, that's jlbcftf at comcast.net. Or, or you can reach him once again at area code 415-721-1778. That's going to be a class on spiritual gifts and rewards Part 3, beginning Monday, September 10th, 6.30 p.m. at the East Bay Baptist Association Building, located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. Don't miss out. Give him a call. Get involved. You'll be blessed, Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate uh, that in-depth information there. And uh, I just want to add to that that uh, we... uh, know that, uh, as Gary said, that uh, we want to grow in the Word. And this is one of the reasons why we have these classes, so you can grow. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, has uh, motivated me to do God's will is that I know, according to Second Corinthians 5 and 10, that I'm going to have to stand before him t- one day and give an account of uh, my time, talent, and treasures, the three T's, and you are too. And um, we need to take that serious, that we're going to have to stand before God, and nobody else is going to be able to stand with you and defend you but Jesus Christ. 
We're going to have to stand before him and give an account. And the thing that motivates me is to do all that I can when it comes to my spiritual gifts to be centered on the reward that God is going to have for me when I stand before him. I want him to say to me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And you want that to happen too. But if you're ignorant regarding spiritual gifts and you don't know what your gifts are and you're not applying this in the church by which you serve and for God on a daily basis, then you're going to lose out on reward, you know, and you're going to be judged before God. So this is one of the reasons why we're having these classes. We want to encourage you to come out so you can discover. This is the last five weeks of the class uh, starting on uh, September the 10th, every Monday, just on every Monday from 7 to 9.30. And we want to encourage you to be a part of this so you can grow and learn and be centered on your reward one day. Don't be ignorant of that, you know. And that's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 and 1, don't be ignorant regarding spiritual gifts. If you're ignorant, you're going to be in a lot of trouble when you stand before God. And uh, so... Everybody that's born in the world is born, whether you're a Christian or not, you're born with a talent. But when you're born again, you're born with a spiritual gift. And you're going to be held accountable because some of us have more than one gift. We have gifts. And uh, Paul says to Timothy, uh, he told him to stir it up, you know, get involved with it, you know, and work it for the kingdom of God and kingdom business and kingdom uh, reaching out for people. That's right. Romans 12 and 11 says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Amen. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, let's get to our callers. All right. I think we have Brother Cece online, ready to rock and roll. Brother Cece, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How you guys doing? Well, we're truly blessed, my brother, and uh, we trust that uh, these trivia questions have uh, challenged you and helped you to grow. They definitely challenged me. I could not say they didn't. You know, you had me thinking, you know. They really, really challenged me. And it's, and it's really um, it's really interesting, like like, like, like people, uh, like it's been said, that God's Word is inexhaustible because all these verses that you brought up, I never even gave it a second thought. I mean, it's just so much in, in his word, you know, that it, it can never be exhausted. Never can. I mean, like you said, nobody could never know all the word. It's always something that you can draw out of it mm-hmm. or a, a subject matter. You know, it's just like, wow. That is so true. The more you study it, the more you learn. And also the more you realize how ignorant you are. <laughs> that, yeah, is, that is yeah, so true. That's me. Amen. That's all of us, you know. But it's not bad being ignorant. It's only bad when you want to stay ignorant. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, we don't want to stay ignorant. Uh, well, what's on your heart tonight? Um, I want to ask you a question in Romans chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it in verse 2. Okay, why don't you read it and then ask me your question. Okay, do you want me to read verse 2 or do you want me to read verse 1 and 2? Read verse 1 and 2. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay, it says... What advantage then has the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. 
Mm-hmm. Go through the reading of the word. Okay. And then what's your question regarding these two verses? What would you like to know? I want to ask you just basically on first, verse verse 2, um, if you could uh, do a little bit of exegesis on this one. Okay. Well, <clears throat> this is a meaty uh, scripture and verse uh, because uh, Paul is uh, defending God's judgment and uh, in terms of the Jews and his working with the Jews, you know, and, uh, you know, he's made it clear that God has not given up on the Jews and uh, in the book of Romans throughout. Uh, and here in this chapter is a continuation of that. And uh, what advantage then has the Jew, uh, you know, because they have an advantage in the sense that God has uh, first, you know, revealed his knowledge to them. You know, he has uh, unveiled it to them. And so that's why he held them accountable on a great level and judged them severely because uh, when much is given, much is required. And so here he's uh, simply saying that uh, you have an advantage. God has given you an advantage through the word. And when he uses the word, uh, he, he's not emphasizing so much the circumcision, but he kind of like, what does it profit circumcision, you know? He's being sarcastic again that it's not about circumcision here, but it's about the oracles of God. And uh, what he means by the word oracles, because it's very important for us to understand this word oracle. I'm going to give you a little Greek here now on the word oracle. Uh, The word oracle uh, comes from the Greek word logion, L-O-G-I-O-N. You may want to write that down, logion, L-O-G-I-O-N. And from this word in the New Testament word, you get the the Greek word logos, L-O-G-O-S, and that's where you get the word for Jesus Christ, and that fits into John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the logos, and the logos was with God, and the logos was God. It's uh, the very thought of God, the very mind of God. Jesus is the very thought and mind of God, the very essence of God, the very power of God. And that's why uh, Paul is uh, going with this, and that's what uh, John was going with this in John 1 and 1. So uh, this word oracle is translated to logion, which is translated to logos, and that's translated to uh, the word of God, the the capital uh, W, but it also can refer to, in some contexts, too, to the little w. Uh, now, uh, and this is referring to the message of God, the supernatural word of God given to the Jews. And therefore, they are without an excuse. And uh, so this also applies to what Paul was saying when he preached. He said in Second uh, Timothy uh, 4, preach the word in season and out. And when he said preach the word, the word preach the word is synonymous with the word oracles of God because it's referring to the word of God, the scriptures. And the Jews who became believers received the oracles of God, which is the word of God, and they discovered that uh, about the true God. And this is why later on, 
uh, he says, Paul says in verse 3, for what if some did not believe? Will their unbelief make the unfaithfulness of God without effect? Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true and let every man be a liar, as it is written. So God is simply saying that his word is uh, true, true through the Apostle Paul. And uh, if anybody rejects it, not only Jews, but non-Jews, they are a liar because God is true and his word is true. And everything that he revealed to the Jews and reveals to us today is true as well. So I just gave you a little Greek there, and uh, I'm sure that that has been helpful to you, uh, learning a little Greek here, too. I really appreciate that. Yes, yes, it has. I'm, I'm, I'm going um, to meditate on that and, 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 and go over it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I, that's, man, that's, that was, that's powerful. I, I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Did you get down the, the Greek words, too? Yeah, you said um, the first one is, is um, you said, I don't know if I pronounced it right, you said Logian? Yes. And then, it's, then you said um, the, the, um, the breakdown of that is the word Logos, and that's in, in referring to uh, um, John 1 1 in the beginning was the word. Absolutely. Uh, which as refers to Jesus. That's what you said, right? Absolutely. You're right on yeah, target. I'm going, by, I'm going by memory because I, I don't have my, uh, my pen, but yeah. Well, I, you, I got it. I got it, though. I listened to it. Well, you got a good memory. Got to get you in our class. You probably will be a A student. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And, and uh, if, if you if you are interested in the class, we'll work out uh, the financial end of it for you as well. But what we're going to do, we almost had a commercial break. We're going to uh, get ready to go to that commercial break. And then after that, we'll get your prayer request uh, as well. So. We'll turn it over to Brother Gary. Not not Kermit. We're going to turn it over to Brother Gary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, once again, our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell, not Kermit the Frog. <laughs> you know, contrary to popular belief. Um, <laughs> and we want to hear from you. That number is one eight eight eight. F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. We still have time left in the broadcast to entertain your questions, comments, concerns. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Once again, we just want to encourage you to uh, continue praying for this ministry, and also. We want to encourage you to partner with us here financially. It does take us takes four hundred a week for us to remain on the air, and this is a listener supported ministry. We need your your prayer support and as well as your financial partnership to remain on the air. And I mentioned earlier, we're down to the the the, the jar is getting a little low, and we need you guys to step up to the plate to help us out so that we can continue to do what God <clears throat> has called us to do. There's two ways to donate. 
Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is simple. Just go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button, and you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. Once again, we want to also remind you that Dr. Buckner is going to be teaching a class on spiritual gifts and rewards, Part 3. It's going to begin Monday, September 10th. Uh, 6.30 p.m. at the East Bay Baptist Association office located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. If you're interested in this class, give Dr. Buckner a call. Area code 415-721-1778. That's area code 415-721-1778. Or email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's J-L-B-C-F-T-F at Comcast.net. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate the announcements there. And uh, Cece, are you still there? Yes, I am. I just want to add this to uh, – that was a really good impression, Gary. You sound a, a lot like those, those guys. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you practice that? How did you get that down like that? You know what it is? Um, when my children were little, we used to have all the Sesame Street books at home – and every night we would say prayers and we would read, they'd pick out books that, you know, nighttime, bedtime stories to read. And they always pick out the Sesame Street ones and it's, Dad, do the, do the, do Big Bird. Do, do Bert and Ernie. And I would go, okay. Hey, hey, Bert, is that you, Bert? Ernie, what are you talking about? Bert? Hey, Bert, what are you doing, Bert? Or, you know, they would say, talk like Big Bird. I'm Big Bird, you know, and all, you know, so that, that would go on for nights, day after day. So I got pretty proficient at, at voices, and they'd also say, you know, do Inspector Gadget, you know, and they'd go, Inspector Gadget always gets his man, you know, and so they would always get caught up with the voices. So that's kind of how it evolved. Well, you can see how creative Brother Gary is when it comes to these sort of things, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, Cece, you asked a million-dollar question, and you got a million-dollar answer. Yes, and I used to I used to do voiceover stuff with you know at our church, you know we we do all kinds of different productions and plays, and so you know I got to do a ton of voices, the Lone Ranger, the you know we did a thing with the Shadow, only the Shadow knows, you know we do the laugh, and that was all kind of crazy stuff. So anyway, wow, yeah. that's good. I, I really I really enjoy those because I I do impressions too, so I I really enjoy those. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I have, uh, uh, before you get into your prayer, I have a homework assignment for you. Uh-oh. Okay, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a pen, Doc. You got to let him off. Well, he has a tremendous memory. Uh-oh. So. You're, I tried to save you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. I tried, bro. You're, you're, you're on your own. All right. You ready for this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, some, somewhat, but yes, huh? Yes. So the homework assignment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm a little bit nervous. Hit, yeah. hit the record button on your phone. Uh, you have one of those. The, the, the homework assignment for you for next week is this. And when you call in, I'll give you a chance to, to uh, you know, expound on it. It's uh, John 14 and 28. John 14, 28. Okay, and, uh, you know, Jesus has said the Father is greater than I. Oh. So. This is a scripture that the Jehovah's Witnesses use 
to say that uh, Jesus was uh, really a creation, not the creator, because why would he say the Father is greater than I? <clears throat> so uh, you do an exegetical study of that, and then when you come back uh, to call in next Saturday, uh, we're going to hear what type of homework you've done on that, and we'll see what you know on it, and then I'll add some things, and then we'll use it as a blessing to the people out there that's uh, listening. Okay, I'm going to set the challenge. All right, well, that's good. I'm going to step in. All right, because I'm always trying to make you grow. Yeah, you 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 definitely are making me grow because I, I you know I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, like I always mm-hmm. say, you if you don't grow, you never know. <laughs> make I him see, grow, I, make I him grow, doctor. It. Don't make him groan. The two G's. Huh? <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, what's on your heart regarding your prayer request? Uh, just, if you just pray for my mother, Rosalinda, and, and my family, and if you guys, if the listening audience can pray along with you with me, because I'm under serious spiritual attack right now, and I need people out there listening, they could, you know, if it's okay with you to pray, put in a prayer along with, you know, with you, with you guys. And then just uh, two celebrities, Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club and uh, Justin Timberlake, the singer. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. What type of spiritual attack are you under so we can... Be specific um, on your I feel like a, I just feel like there's a lot of demons that's attacking me. You know, I've been attacked in my sleep, and I know it, I know it's I know it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's just like I, I can feel like you know like a heavy presence that be around me. You know, it, it, I believe it's, I'm under serious spiritual attack. So what are you doing? As, to... as I've been deep, going deeper, as when you, I start getting more attacked when you ask me to like you know start doing like my homework when I was really starting to study and study more, I've noticed that attacks coming on more. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, I've been teaching on this in our church, is that uh, the devil comes at you and us in many different ways when we're vulnerable. And one way I was teaching at our church is that he comes at us when at, our, at our weakest moments. You know, we see this. What happened in the life of Jesus happens with us, you know, in so many ways. Like, when you think about Matthew chapter 3, Jesus is getting ready to be baptized. You don't hear about the devil being nowhere. But right after he got baptized, he started his ministry, and the enemy came at him. And they said he was driven in the wilderness to be tempted, tested by the enemy, 40 days and 40 nights. So when he came out of that, he was very weak and vulnerable, and the enemy came at him. And so Jesus was not only attacked at his weakest moment, but he was also attacked in starting a new new ministry and starting just to go forth full throttle for God, that's what you're doing now, and uh, and you start connecting with these classes and start connecting with us more, you're going to be attacked more because He wants to keep you in an isolated state, and uh, when you get a, uh, when you get out of that isolated state, the shackles start to fall off of you. So the thing is, what are you? What are you doing, okay, regarding these attacks? That's the thing that I want to ask you. And it's very important for you to do some major things when you're attacked like this. So what are you doing? Well, I spend a, I spend a number of hours in prayer, and I'm constantly quoting uh, the armor, you know, the, the okay. full armor. And uh, the other one, uh, I stand on through 2 Corinthians, where it says we get on um 
where Paul talks about the weapons of warfare and not carnals. So I'm, I'm basically just spending a lot of time in prayer. Um, I read my word um, and just basically, yes, that's, that's mostly what I'm doing. I spend a lot of time in prayer and a lot of time reading the word and well, I could read the word more. That's what I need to do. I, I have well, been like in, in reading. I've been I've been reading it, but I haven't been spending time like I was because I used to spend a lot of hours. Yeah. Know, well. Yeah. See, this I, is the thing. This is the thing. That's where he's getting you at. Um. The de- the devil hates the armor, and the piece that he hates the most is us following truth because that is the first piece of the armor that Paul mentions. Apostle Paul mentioned. Because the the girdle of truth held every other piece in intact, and if if you have all the other pieces of the armor and truth is not guiding all of those other ones, you are doomed casually. So we got to be following truth. And when Jesus defeated the enemy, that's why you got to get in the Word and get the Word into you, and you got to know scriptures on such a level that when these attacks coming at you. You got to quote the word of God. Jesus, when he was under the severest attacks in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 4 and Luke 4, he said, it's written. He just used the word against the enemy. It is written. That's why he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You got to use the word of God. You got to quote the word of God at the enemy. And when you, and when you get attacked in your sleep, you got to come out, you, you come out of that sleep, but even before you go to sleep, you quote the Lord's uh, disciples' prayer in uh, Matthew 6, keep me from the evil one, not only in, in the daytime but even at night, and put some crosses in your room. Put some crosses in your room because there are three things that the devil hates. He hates a cross. He hates uh, the word of God, and he hates the name of Jesus. So you got to utilize all of those things. And because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John 4 and 4, a year of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is he in you than he that is in the world. So everything, like if the devil comes at me and says, you know, you're not going to make it this week financially. Because a lot of us go through so much stress financially. And he's trying to whisper that at me. Immediately what I have to do is, quote, Philippians 4 and 19, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He's going to supply my needs. The devil is saying, no, he's not, because he wants me to get into a state of anxiety, fear, and worry, and stress. But I got to immediately quote the word of God against the enemy, and you got to do that, because you're never going to find victory unless you do that. You hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I thank you very much. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna definitely take your advice. I appreciate it. And you will so see, uh, and you will see a difference. And I'm gonna let Gary say something to you, and then we're gonna pray for you because we have about a minute, and we're gonna pray for you in closing. All right, brother Gary. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, what I don't know, you know, where you're at with your church family, but um, the, you know, make sure you you're in a, a good fellowship because that makes all the difference in the world as well. You need to be in God's house on Sunday, around God's people all the time, and uh, have a, a a group of believers that are intimate with you, that hold you accountable, and you can go to them and say, hey, you know, I need you to you know hold me up in prayer right now, and have them lay hands on you and and pray for you as well and 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 be praying for you because you don't want to be isolated in that kind of condition it's it's dangerous and uh 
so I just want to encourage you. I, I'm not sure where you're at or what church you go to, but make sure you are in a good church, going to church with believers who are uh, in your corner. You know, all of us should have somebody we can call upon. You know, like I know I can call Dr. Buckner any day or night and say, hey, Doc, I got this going on, that going on. I need you to pray for me. And he'll pray for me, you know. And so there's a handful of people in my life like that. Not a lot of them. I don't need a lot of them. <laughs> but the ones that I can, I know I can count on. Yeah, you need that. And the book of Ecclesiastes talk about when you have a lot of people in your life and more than two, two or more, when you get ready to fall, they catch you. So you need to have somebody catch you. Brother Gary. Thank you. All right. Well, we just <laughs> lift up all those prayer, prayer requests, requests in, in the name in of Jesus. Jesus. Yes, it's it's time for us to go. It's, imp- it's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are encouragement to us, so please drop us a note. You know, we just want to thank our engineer, Vince, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience. You, <clears throat> please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.